One of the things I think is most interesting that I'm experiencing more and more often recently is I am meeting students and they are telling me they don't know how to make friends. They're telling me they don't know how to make friends. They're telling me that sometimes the friends that they have aren't very good friends. They're telling me that they have a lot of people in their life, but they don't have people that are really down for them. And so when we're talking about friends, it's amazing because, um, you know, it's been one of those things that thank God, um, but also because of the pain, the acute pain that's happened to me in my life, I've had to have good friends. I've had to have access to good friends. So today we are going to talk about friends. We're going to talk about the need for pluses. We're going to talk about the need for minuses and like, what does a minus look like and how do you do a minus? And even if you're a minus in a relationship, how do you do that better? And then we're going to look at the need for a few equals and what does that do for us? So to start off, I think friends are critically, absolutely important. These are relationships that are super necessary. These are relationships that are critical to your success. And it's funny because most people think about love relationships and they're worried about that. But I tell you what, if you can do friends well, if you can find good people that really love and care about you, that are looking out for your best interests, uh, people that raise you up. It's funny because I think there's a meme going around where um, there's a guy and he misses a basketball shot and a friend comes up and it makes him picks his chin up and like, and it says, these are the only type of friends I need in my life. And I, and I agree, man. We need those type of friends in our life. Terribly bad. Absolutely and completely critically. But my question is, what type of friend are you that type of friend? Are you looking out for people in that way? Are you giving those things? Because at the end of the day, this thing needs to start with you first. In order to get plus friends in your life, friends that are better than you, you need to really look at and consider who am I that I would be worth being someone who others would want to mentor. Who am I that would be worth someone investing in me that I could give them something out of the relationship, not necessarily having as much to give? So it takes some reflection. Uh, and one of the things, uh, so what, what do we need when we're looking at plus friends? We need p- people that are in places that we are hoping to get to. People that are a little bit better than us. So I want to be uh, a better public speaker. I want to travel more to speak. Right. So then I need friends that get paid to travel more to speak. I need people in situations and scenarios that are in better spots than me. I need people who are my friends that are in places I want to go. I need to be learning at the feet of people who have done some of the things uh, that I need to get to. Right. I need to be on the lookout and I need to find a way to cultivate these friendships. So the first one is knowing who these people are. If you don't know who these people are, you don't know how to connect to them. The other thing that you need to do is understand these people are incredibly busy. They're spending a lot of time on being successful. They're spending a lot of time in being in the space that you're hoping to get to. So when you're wanting to connect with a a plus type person, what are you going to give of value in that relationship, right? So maybe it's doing service for this person in some way, shape or form. What can I do to help you do the thing you do? It could be uh, helping manage like their paperwork. It could be helping to organize some of their thoughts or files. Like you need to give something 
in that relationship so you can be a net add to this person's experience. So we need to find people in this world that are better than us. So we need to find mentors. And I think when people say um, they want mentors, they're sitting back hoping a mentor comes by and plucks them off the streets and finds them somewhere. That is not how it works. Indeed, and, and I would also say that if you want a mentor, you can't sit back and hope you get one. Sometimes, like in very rare instances, maybe you can find someone who is looking to mentor someone. But that's pretty rare. Like if you think about the most successful people, they are people that are out there. They're doing a lot. They're doing a lot of work. They're trying to make the world a better space. They're very active in their attempts to get to the places that they're going to go. So what you need to do is be some type of like amazing cheerleader amazing person that's going to add a net gain to their life. So one of the things I think you can do is get to a space and place where you have something to add to a relationship where you are doing something to make that relationship better. Um, And you're going to need to, you're going to need to really find out what these people's needs are first. So unless you're taking a hot second to see who is this person? Where are they hoping to go? How can I add benefit to this person in their experience? Then you're not going to get the mentors you're looking for. You need to be very other focused because inherently you're being me focused first. You're really hoping someone will reach out to you, want to connect to you, to want to be part of you and what you're doing. But Until you understand that person enough, until you get a sense of what their motivations are, where they're hoping to go, what they want to be, how you can add a benefit to their life, you're not going to be able to add benefit to them. And for them to slow down, it's hard because there's not a lot of people in really great situations that are looking to slow down a bit. But uh, it's a great saying. Uh, I I don't have it and I don't know where it came from, so I can't correctly cite it. If you want to go somewhere quick, go alone. If you want to go somewhere far, go with people. You need to find a way to be this person's people. What can you do to add? And the, the first thing you can do is just be the cheerleader. If you want to know more about the importance of the cheerleader, I have a, a podcast on being a cheerleader, being a fan, the importance of being a fan. You being a fan of somebody else means that you see value in what they do. You see your ability to make a difference, to help, to be a part of something good and bigger than you. And so the first thing you can do is just cheer them on. Cheer them on and see where you can add some small benefit of something that they're needing to do now, right? So for me, one of the things I'm needing is an editor. Um, I'm editing my podcast by myself. I'm producing my podcast by myself. Um, But it's funny because I'm planning on doing some bigger things later with this podcast. Um, And I'm partnering with someone that is better than me. I'm going to be partnering with someone that's a plus in my life. And it's because I'm learning how to edit my podcast. It's because I'm learning how to do these things with the podcast that I add podcast expertise to the relationship. This is why when I ask for, hey, can we sit down? Can we catch up? I know you're busy. I know you're stressed. I know you have a lot going on. I have something that I'm offering to that relationship. I'm coming with some additions into that relationship that give me value, even though like there's a big parts of what I'm doing that makes me a minus at times in this relationship. So 
you need to find some pluses. And uh, when you're picking friends, there's a concept out there that I want you to really take home with you. And that is that you, the five people you're going to spend the most time with, these are your life board of directors. Because the people that you spend, the five people you spend the most time with, these are going to be the people you end up like. So are these good people? Are these helpful people? Are these successful people? Are these giving people? Like with my partner, she's an amazing giving person. Uh, It's funny because like sometimes people look at me and they'll say, oh, maybe you're more accomplished than your partner. But they don't take into account that my partner is 16 years younger than me and is so much more accomplished at the same age than I was. I was barely, I, I was nowhere near the space as she is now at the same point in time. So do you see how like some people can see like, oh, well, you know, maybe that's a different relationship. She's a plus. She's a hard plus because she has done more than I have been able to do in the same time frame. And that makes her a really hard, great ad. Now, the other thing that you need in your life is you need you need some minuses. And when I say minuses, like understand, like there's a lot of like negative atomic, like a negative mindsets that can come from that. But you need to be the mentor to some other people in your life. You need some people in your life that are in spaces that you've been before. You need people that you have the ability and capacity to help in some way, shape or form. Why do you need a minus is because you need to remember what it's like to work with a minus. You need to remember what it's like to struggle like a minus has struggled in this another space. And again, I'm not saying they're a deficit. And if in, in all honesty, a minus is a net ad because they are in spaces you used to be. They're going to help you with patience. They're going to help you in being able to articulate your journey and how difficult it's, it's been. They are going to be able to help you, um, Remember what it's like to struggle. They're going to help you speak more positive things into the world because you're going to be able to help find ways to motivate them, to inspire them. Um, And the other thing, too, is like when you're just used to picking people up, you're used to picking people up. And you're like, Rowdy, is there an echo in here? What are you doing? You're repeating yourself. No, no, I'm not. What I'm doing is I'm saying that... You and you're used to lifting up people. When you're loose, used to helping folks, you're going to be used to helping folks. So one of the ways I describe this idea is I say that the, the better you get at helping other folks, the more capacity you gain because you're strong. And when you're stronger, you pick up people more right? It takes strength to lift folks. And unless there's some minuses in your life, unless you have the ability to raise some people up from their current space, then you're going to get lazy because you're not picking up anybody else anymore. You're not seeing what a plus could do for you. You're not seeing how you need to be able to navigate your relationship with your plus from a minus standpoint, right? You need to be able to tell the minus person, hey, I need to cheer, I need you to cheer me on. I need you to help me with this thing. I need you to help me learn how to give you a few things so you can get better. So I also free up myself a little bit more so I can do more things, right? There's some real great back and forth when we're talking about a relationship with um, 
a minus, right? Because they're not necessarily a minus. They're just somebody in a different space doing a different thing. And seeing and recognizing that is of critical importance. So again, minus isn't bad. Minus is good. It's positive. It's another way of getting help by helping others. But you got to be able to willing to give, willing to share, willing to help other people in order to get the benefit of a minus relationship in your life. We have to seek out these things and find these things because the minus relationship is critically important too. And we need that stuff as well. So look for some minuses, look for some people to help because this is going to make you better too. Now, the other thing you need to do in your life is you need to find a few people who are equals, people right at the same space as you. You need equals in your life because you need people who know what your life feels like, who remembers what it likes to be you, who is going through some of the same struggles as you. Um, They're going to cheer you on. You're going to cheer them on and you're not going to compete with them. You're going to push each other to be and do your best. And when I say don't compete with them, you can actually apply for the same job in what would appear to be competition, but you do your absolute best to help them. They do their absolute best to help you because what's going to happen is at some point in time, one of you is going to get one of those jobs. And once one of you gets those jobs, you have an in to get this other job from this other person right? You have an equal who, so they win. In in the end of the day, you end up winning because you help them win. And you have a foothold into this new space, into this new arena, in this new area. So whether you end up working for the same company as them or not, it doesn't really matter. But because you help this person win, you have a foothold, you have a reference, you have access to more pluses that are working in that field, right? But you need a few people who are equals, who are right in the same place as you are. Because when somebody is at the right at the same place you are, you know what it's like to feel like them. You can empathize with them. They can give you a sense of what it's like to struggle. They don't should you because you're both like in a space where you're both trying to figure out something at the same time. You're both working at something and trying to get to a new and different space at the same time together. So these equals are critically important as well. Um, And where do you find equals? So if you're going to school, equals are sitting among you at all points and times. Um, And I want to pivot out of this equal to like, what do you do to make the friends? Because people don't know how to take the first step with new friends. So what you got to do is just talk to people. And then the other thing that you can do is just invite them to things. And when you invite them to things, like invite them to things they're going to do anyway. Like if you're worried about inviting them to a one-on-one thing, then like invite them to something with you and a group of other people that you already know. Right. So invite them to. I mean, at school, like, be like, hey, do you want to go down to the cafeteria? Or, hey, I'm interested in eating lunch, but I'm sick of the cafeteria. You want to go get sushi? Whatever, right? But turn and talk to the people around you. And understand, if someone says no, they're not saying no to you. And you're like, Rowdy, what are you talking about? Of course they're saying no to me. I'm the only person there. And I'm saying no. They're not saying no to you. Because how can they say no to you? They don't know you. Can you say no to something you don't know? Of course not. But you're so scared you won't put yourself in a position to reach out and attempt to connect with somebody. You gotta have the strength, the wherewithal, the the confidence to reach out. And if someone says no, 
I mean, at worst, really what they're saying is not right now to that person. But if that person says no, just move on to the next. You got to get a certain amount of no's before you're going to find your yes. Honestly, you should be happy at no's because you need like, say, maybe 27 no's before you're going to get to your yes. So do you see how going around and collecting no's brings you closer, faster to a potential yes? The more no's you get, the closer you are to yes. So don't be afraid of no's. When you're looking for mentors, if you get a no, this is not a bad thing. This is actually evidence of progress. Because you're going to need to practice asking a few times before you get the thing that you're looking for. Nobody just wins the first time out. Nobody gets the friends they're looking for and really need the first time out. But be in spaces where these people could be right? So if you're looking for pluses, for minuses, for equals, these type of people, where are they going to be? How do you find them? Well, they're not at the club. They're not at the bar. They're not, they're not smoking up every other weekend. And I'm not damning people who do that thing, but that's not the first place they're going to be. You know where they're going to be? They're going to be at the things you're interested in, right? So say you're interested in sustainable food. They're going to be at the farmer's market. Go to the farmer's market and practice having conversations. It's not going to be easy at first. I didn't say nail awesome conversations. I said practice having conversations. Go around the farmer's market and don't go once. Go regularly because being a regular lowers the initial social cost to creating a friendship. Go regularly and chat up people. Talk about people. Talk about like the different things that are there. Talk about the things you're liking and enjoying. Find a reason to, uh, to talk to the person that's selling stuff. Find a reason to walk, talk to the people that are buying stuff. Just find reasons to talk. Don't sit there on your phone thinking you're going to make a friend. Your phone is a safe, easy space to do the same old thing that you've always been doing that doesn't necessarily get you somewhere new or special or different. Doesn't mean the phone can't be a tool to get there. You might be able to send some emails to people that you can't reach otherwise. But if you want to make friends, you got to have interests in what these other people like. So, for example, say I want to make friends with Brad Pitt. Do I talk to him about acting or like his favorite movies? No, man, I'm just a fan then, right? Like if I want to make friends with Brad Pitt, what I got to do is research other things that I'm interested in that he might like. So I've heard Brad Pitt is a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I like football. Do I like the Steelers? Not in particularly, but I like football. So say I meet Brad Pitt, I'm going to have a conversation about the Steelers. This is a mutual interest that puts us at a peer level immediately, initially. And it gives me the ability to connect as a peer with him. Not as just a raising fan, not as a, a potential future or, 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 you know, actor looking for a mentor. It puts me on equal footing. It gives him the ability to respect me and that I'm bringing something to the conversation. Right? Where else are you going to find people? Um, I think doing service is an amazing place to meet some amazing friends. People look at me and they're like, Rowdy, how do you have so many amazing friends? It's because I go and do service at a lot of different places and my name's Rowdy. I'm going to stick out no matter what. But I learned a long time ago if you're going to stick out no matter what, then make that impression a good impression. So when I go down to Andre House, I go down once a week, once a month. They know my name because I'm rowdy and I leave a really good impression in their mouth. So if I wanted to make some friends, if I wanted to connect with those people there, 
it's going to be easy because I'm regular, because I'm bringing value and that I'm helping with service and because I'm being other focused and talking to other folks, right? So service is another great place to meet some really wonderful people that can mentor you. Also, uh, conferences, uh, trade shows, community events, uh, anything that has something to deal with what you're interested in, go there and be other f- and and realize too, because I think when we're thinking about talking to other people, we're so worried about what's going on within us first that we don't think other people are having these same thoughts and feelings. Look for the other people that are like a little bit more isolated or not talking to folks and talk to them to ease their anxiety. Then you're like the hero person because you're coming to see them in the space that they're at. Reach out to them beyond the awkward situation or scenario that they're in. And you're adding benefit and that you're helping them have someone to connect to, too. So remember, when it's time to make friends, if you don't do something different, you're not going to get something different. Go do service. Go to farmer's markets. Go to healing racism events. Go um, see if you can't help out with any town. Go to Andre House. Go to Feed My Starving Children. Find people that are doing the things that you want to do. And connect with those folks. And cheer them on. And tell them about why you're here and what you're hoping to get out of this thing. I know it's hard at first. But it's only hard at first because you haven't had practice at it. You're not bad at it. You're getting better at it. And every awkward attempt you get through gets you closer to being an easier connector to others. And I don't care if you're introverted, extroverted, or introverted. Introverted people have the ability to reach out and connect with folks. Does it come as natural to them? Do they get energy from this? No. No. It's not the way they're wired. But it doesn't mean they don't have the capacity. They need to rest. They need some solo quiet time in order to be able to have the energy to reach out and connect, to find a place where they can make a difference for someone else. They, they need to be ready to be able to make that opportunity. And it's not going to be easy and it's not going to go quick. But again, every stumbling interaction you have brings you closer to that seamless, easy one where everything falls into place. Everything has a cost to it. Friends have a cost to it too. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some effort. It's going, to add, it's going to make you get outside of your comfort zone and do something a little bit different in order to find somebody in this new and different space. It's inherently what it takes. It's inherently what it costs. And look for pluses. And you know what's cool is like when you're looking for new friends, because I need you to find pluses and I need you to find minuses and I need you to find equals. Everybody's on the potential friend list. Like what you got to do is think about the areas that you want to make friends in. And don't just think interaction. Think relationships. If you need a better understanding of the difference between interactions and relationships, I have a great podcast on um, interactional thinking versus relational thinking. There's some great things that you can do to... Move beyond interactional thinking to more relational thinking with other people. And when you're thinking within a relational mindset, it's going to go so much better. It's going to help you so much more. You know, you're going to have the ability to really see and understand people from a new and different framework. 
So think about the things that you like, think about the things that you appreciate, and think about some of the things that you can do to help other people get to the places that you're hoping to go, right? And think of the things that you need. Think of the things you're interested in. Think of the things that they can help you with, and they're going to naturally have that ability to reach back, help you too. But you got to think about them first. You got to listen to them first. Don't just go up there and try to be the most interesting person in the world. It's not going to work. You, instead of being interesting, need to be interested. Again, I'm going to say that again. Don't focus on being interesting. Instead, I want you to focus on being interested. Be interested. Be curious. See what you could do to reach out to somebody else. See what you could do to reach out to somebody in a new and a different space and and see how you could potentially bring value to what they're going to do. Right? When you're interested, it's going to make a really big difference with how you successfully are able to connect with other people. But again, you got to have the right mindset. You got to have the right uh, way of seeing things. Otherwise, it's not going to work out. Like, what can you do to connect with this person in a different way? And friends, they're, it's, you're making it more complicated than it is. It's not that bad. They're not that scary. You're just building this thing up in your mind. Um, and be, be open and honest with what you're looking for and what you're hoping to get. I'm hoping to make a new friend. That's okay. We'd love to see you make more friends. I think that's awesome. There's nothing bad with that. That's a great thing. But be open and honest. Like, I'm looking for some pluses. I'm looking for some minuses. I'm looking for some equals. Who's not going to want that? Everybody's going to want that. That's a good thing, right? But be open. Let people know where you're at. Let people know what's going on. Let people connect to you. And remember, in friendship, it's a gift that goes both ways. I don't care if you're a plus. I don't care if you're a minus. I don't care if you're an equal. Either way, both people are getting something of immense value out of this interaction. So don't be so scared to come up to somebody because you're providing value too. You're a great, wonderful person. And are you perfect? No. Don't think you're perfect. You're not perfect. I'm going to pop that bubble for you right now. You're not perfect. That's okay. You still have value. You still have worth. You still have something that you can add to a friendship for someone else. So focus on that thing. Think about that thing. Think about how you potentially are adding value to somebody else. Listen to them and see how you can add some of that value. And all of a sudden, bam, man, it's right there. You know, it's right there. It's not so hard. It's not so difficult. Because you're thinking about those things in a little bit of a different way. Because you're thinking about those things in a little bit of a different way, you're adding that value in a little bit of a different way. And then things start getting pretty cool, pretty dynamic. So think about some of that stuff. Friends. They're awesome. I don't care if you're in a relationship. I don't care if you're married. I don't care if you don't have any friends. I don't care if you have a bunch of friends. We can always use more friends. It's always going to be a net ad. It's always going to be something that helps us out quite a bit. 
but we need to see people as opportunity. We need to be, and, and here's another thing I really recommend you do. Take a second and write down things that you want in a friend, things that you'd really like to have. Like maybe it'd be cool if they were rich, you know, like whatever. But then go to needs. What do you really need in a friend? Loyalty. You need someone that's going to keep your secrets, hold your confidence. You need someone that's going to keep you accountable, you know, see the best in you push you to be your best self. So think about what you need from a friend too. And then think about things that you're willing to put up with because, you know, again, you're not perfect, right? So you need the ability to be able to put up some with some things from this other person that you're going to call friend. So know what you can put up with and then know what you're not willing to put up with until you take the time to be intentional about what are wants, what are needs, what are you willing to put up with, what are deal breakers, then it's going to be really hard to find friends because you don't even know what your own things are. You got to know what your wants and needs are to be able to do some of this stuff from a different standpoint. So with that, just remember, it's not going to be the hardest thing in the world. It's not going to be, it's not insurmountable. It's something that's possible. You can get there. It's going to be all right. But you need friends. And it's okay. And they got you. And they're going to be good to you. Because you're going to be good to them. And it's going to work out. It's going to be something that you're happy about. It's going to be something good. And you're going to get something out of it. So with that, my friends, that's all I've got left for you on this Friends podcast. Uh, I'm hoping you got something out of it. Remember uh, some of our takeaway ideas. You need a plus. You need a minus. You need some equals. I told you about spaces and places that you can go to find some friends. And remember, it's not going to be that bad. You're going to be okay. You're, you're a person of value. You're a person of worth. And they're going to get something out of having a relationship with you. You're going to get something out of having a relationship with them. We t- I talked to you a little bit about value and how you're going to bring value and how you're a person of value that's going to bring a form of value to others. And I talked to you about uh, how to remember that this is going to be a process. It's going to take some time. You're going to need to take a little bit of like time uh, to get this down, to be good at this, to get into a space where you are good enough to make these interactions so they're not so complicated, so they're not so difficult, and so they're not so scary. So self-care, let's get into that. How has that been? Um, self-care still building up. It's not exactly where I'd want to see it, but it's getting better. My, my levels are not at the place I need them to be. Um, I was explaining that sometimes at like all my different levels, I'm used to having at like a low 90s area. So my level of sleep at this low 90s, my exercise is a low 90s, my meditate is at a low 90s, um, the food that I eat is at a low 90s. So if something goes down to 70s, my average of low 90s keeps everything up. But the issue that I've been having is everything has been like at high 70s, and it's been taken a ton out of me. And the fact that it's been taken so much out of me has meant there's been like a big cost from some of that stuff recently. And so uh, I need to get on top of working out a little bit more. I think I did pretty good this week. I think I missed like, I'm going to have missed two days, which means I think I'll accomplish my goal. My goal is like four or five days. I'm not sure. Um, I had a holiday day in there that's shaking some stuff up there. Um, My meditation, I think I did that two times this week, but again, short week, right? So the goal is four to five. Um, I think I'll be able to get to that goal 
this week coming up. I've been taking my vitamins and supplements, and I did eat better this week, so that's something I'm really proud of, something I felt I made a lot of uh, progress on. What else did I do? So since I've spoken to you last, I have done service at Andre House again. Took a bunch of students down there. That was a wonderful experience. I also talked about how I could help people better get hired at Phoenix College, being a new faculty member and especially a minority faculty member. I was able to give some insights to people that are hoping to become faculty one day. Uh, and I'm really hoping to see that. And and for those of you out there, um, if you could like say thoughts and prayers uh, for people in my life that are still looking for those things, that would mean a lot to me. But I need your thoughts and prayers to get to that space. And then over Veterans Day weekend, Michelle and I took a lot of self-care. We got a lot of hiking in. We slept in. We stayed at my friend Dave's cabin. And phew, let me tell you, phew, we needed it. We needed it pretty badly, pretty desperately. And so I'm really happy to hear that that is... Um, been taken care of. I also did another AZ Frank Talks. So uh, that is going out and talking about what is diversity, what is inclusion, and what is equity. That was an interesting interaction because I had some folks that were really conservative that were not incredibly open to diversity. But we did come to an understanding that everybody is a diverse person and diversity is just difference and difference isn't necessarily bad. And sometimes we need to see and embrace difference a little bit differently so we can see things in a new way. Uh, I've also been doing my coaching of flag football. That's been going really well, and I've been really happy with that. We just got done with the championship, um, and I'm learning patience because I need patience with that. I have the, the hardest job on the team because um, like, there's a coach for the offense and there's a coach for the defense, and there's really not special teams, so I don't get that job either. My job is to keep everybody by the bench, focused, and ready to go, which is hard because I'm trying to ask people to focus without playing. Um, but it's good. It's, it's making me better, even though it's really difficult. So that's positive. And then uh, my partner and I got to speak at the Global Leadership Retreat, where we did a cultural simulation called Bafa Bafa. And I'm going to be honest with you folks, I had a really crap attitude about that because there was a high level of detail and it was scaring me. And I was whining and I was complaining. And I was sure it was a huge pain in the ass for Michelle to deal with. So when I say these things, recognize that you have some of these things too. Um, cause I was complaining the whole way we did it. It went off pretty well. Um, there would be some things I reorganized to make the process a little bit easier, but the facilitation was amazing. They got completely where we were hoping to go and we've added a whole new thing to our skill set, and we're becoming more and more valuable by the day. And so lastly, recommendation of the podcast. I'm going to give you a recommendation that I haven't had been able to give recently, and that's listening to First Corinthian Baptist Church. They really hadn't posted a lot since, I want to say, 2019, um, but they're uploading more and more podcasts there, and I'm getting more and more value um, out of that. And so I've got about 35 more podcasts to listen to, and it's, it's helping me. It's been a real blessing for me. And so um, if that's something that you need help with from a spiritual framework, again, if you want to feel or hear what open, progressive, other-focused Christianity looks like, try FCBC's podcast, First Corinthian Baptist Church in Harlem, New York. Um, I, I, some people who like claim, claim to hate Christianity maybe should check that out because I feel like that's what Christianity could be if it was really done well. 
So with that, that's my recommendation of the podcast. So with that, um, lastly, I just want to remind you, please make this a conversation with me. I love it when I'm talking with other people, but I don't have the opportunity to talk with other people as much as I'd like. So get a hold of me at 860-576-9393. Again, that phone number for talk, for text, for whatever is 860-576-9393. And again, my name is Rowdy. I am the host of the Inclusive Activism Podcast. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your ears. If you can share this podcast, if you thought it was something that could be helpful, I would appreciate that. So please give it a rate and review. And thank you so much for your time and attention and being a fan.